back. Good morning. This is the Ion Health Show, 97.1 FM Talk, KFTK. Uh, we've got me, Dr. Steve Harvey. We've got Dr. Michael Jones. And we have Eric Robert on that very fancy board with lots of buttons and stuff. Lots of buttons. Lots of buttons. Almost, and you say almost only looks about Christmassy with all the red and green on it. Yeah. There's a lot of red yeah. and green. And you say only six of them are really important, but I see perhaps <laughs> yeah, 60 right. buttons. So. Yeah, well, I mean, for us uh, at, in this particular hour on Saturday, uh-huh. there's six that really are really important. Our show's got pretty it. simple. Yeah. yeah. Oh, today, though, is Panic Saturday. Yes, right. Panic Saturday. Yeah. Yes. Are either of you venturing out into Panic Saturday for some panicked purchases? Uh, probably. probably. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Pro- uh, yeah. Either yeah. today or tomorrow. I mean, there's, there's Panic Sunday, too. <laughs> yeah. So, so plenty of time. I think plenty it's like, <laughs> oh, bleep Sunday. If today's Panic Saturday <laughs> and we have four or five days left, four days left, tomorrow's oh. Okay. Oh bleep Sunday! Yeah, and then there then there's uh, creative thinking Monday afternoon, (laughs) uh, which is then it comes uh, gift card Tuesday morning. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, uh, off air. I know you can't talk much about this. Sure. Uh, And we do have some stuff we're going to get to today. By the way, um, so Dr. Harvey emailed us a pretty interesting article about gluten sensitivity, which is which is interesting. Mm -hmm. And then Eric, I know you you probably remember this, like three maybe four years ago. No, but three years ago, we went over those. There were tips to de-stress or controlling stress during the holiday season. Sure, and sure. We've already done a show on it, but now we have Dr. Harvey here. Yeah, a mental health professional. Yeah, and I have not sent him the tips. Okay. So he's gonna. I just want him to comment on them as we All go. Right. And there were common sense. You remember yeah. them, right? Yeah, They're I do. basic yeah. common sense things. Yeah. So we do have some stuff to get to, but before we go into the break, and it's Panic Saturday, and it's Oblique. Sunday, Creative Thinking Monday, and Gift Card Tuesday morning. There you go. <laughs> we were talking off air about giving a gift of like an investment. Uh-huh, sure. Like a, like a, a fund. Yeah, people can do that. Not an individual stock, but a fund. Yeah. Because most gifts you give, especially yeah. at this late in the game, you didn't put any thought into it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. There was zero thought that went into your gift. Yeah. Why not something like that, right? I, it's certainly uh, something that uh, for the right you know, right person, you can consider that, but you got to know them pretty well. So, because you probably have to get their information or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then they own this thing, this fund or whatever. I think of it, you know, it, it mainly in terms of uh, whenever you're thinking about your kids or something like that, and you want to give them something that uh, uh, really has staying power and gives them a chance to, uh, you know, understand, learn a lesson. Yeah, in they it could as follow, well. they yeah. could track it yeah. throughout yeah. the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you don't have to predetermine what you're doing there. I mean, it could be uh, you, you, the the gift is the if if you're in creative thinking Monday, and for instance, you haven't actually done this yet. Uh, you know, you, the the gift is what the the opportunity that you're going to give them to do that and then y- it may actually be logistically easier if you let hook them up with the right person you know to get it where um and i i don't know how much you can even say on this yeah we're treading on thin ice here correct? yeah yeah I, 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 where do you go not the topic i thought we were going in the first <laughs> segment <laughs> where where do you is there some place online you can go to do this do you uh go you know nothing broker? i can go go oh, into detail yeah. on on this show. well next yeah. hour can yeah. you go into it for us on on the money? Uh, I'll I'll consult with uh, with Bob. We'll yeah. see how we can address that. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. just thought, you know, um, this time of year, uh-huh. you're so busy worrying about what you're going to get for people. Yeah, and it really shouldn't be what we're worrying about. But like, you take grandparents that are buying grandchildren things, and these these grandkids literally have everything you could ever want. You know. Yeah. 
why not get him something like an, an investment or something? You know? Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, there's there's uh, options for educational savings yeah. and uh, things like that. Mm. They can do both, you know, and, uh, and, and those are some of the most impactful things that you can do uh, for someone you care about. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. There's your tip. Going into Panic Saturday. Just keep that in the back of your mind. Creative Thinking Monday. (laughs) That's about. That is a very creative gift. There you go. It's better than like a a macaroni uh, angel that you put together at the last minute. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Those are usually best received from the child (laughs) as opposed to given to. Don't. They don't yeah. work as well in the other they direction. They try to eat them. Right? Especially if you re-gift the macaroni angel. Oh, it doesn't yeah. go over well in yeah, my experience. Right. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. Very true. And, and they and tend to go down in value, too. Yeah, it, does. It, it does. It depends on who made them. It does, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, we do live in a world where you can duct tape a banana to a wall and yes. get a couple hundred grand for it. So true. Right. macaroni angels could be uh, the 2020 thing. You never yeah, know. Could be. Then you can eat the banana. But then the artist said, here's the instructions for replacing the banana. Yeah, yeah. Did you see that? Yes, yes, yeah. I really thought about taping a banana to the wall in my office. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And just to, you know, as a measure of value, just to understand what we're doing here. I go through a lot of bananas at our house. I mean, we've got a lot of kids, a lot of bananas. You only have like... Maybe three to four days where it's got that good yellow color. It goes, yeah, green to brown pretty quick. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So talk about an investment that loses money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What? But then he says, here's the instructions. You just go buy a fresh banana and tape it up there. There you go. So why purchase the rights to tape a banana to the wall? I'm I'm missing something here. Yeah. Never, never claim to understand modern art. <laughs> um, I don't. I know. Again, I'm. Trying I understand off, the tax implications. Thin ice here. Yeah. I don't have any taped bananas to the wall as part of my portfolio, do I? No. <laughs> Please, tell me. Okay. All right. At least then, I hope. I, I, I hope now you, you'd have to. Go beyond what I, uh, what I do know about, but okay, I, I don't right, think so. You, you probably need a different investment. I mean, honestly, whenever you grow up in a house with a lot of kids, I can't rule out that there's a taped banana somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Chances are there's some piece of fruit taped somewhere. Somewhere, yeah. I just want to know that through Stiefel, none of my Stiefel portfolio does not involve that. Do no. I need to hit the mute button on this? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's Panic Saturday, Eric. Yeah, it's, well, it's you're putting me there, yeah. This is a free-for-all. Yeah. It's <laughs> it is, yes. All right. Hey, and so I missed last week. Do Everything went okay. Sure did, yeah. Good. Yeah, what, right. did we, what, did we, what did we talk about? Like, What were some of the take-home points? Yeah, we, we talked to Orange Theory Fitness, and we had two of the head coaches here talking about okay. that. And they kind of talked about what's special and what's different about Orange Theory. And yeah. We they, figured out yeah. what the Orange Theory is and right. why it's not an orange hypothesis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. Oh, my God. That's what happens when you don't show up, Dr. Jones. <laughs> well, you know, I'm at, I'm at one of my kids' sports things, and it was supposed to get done at 945. Uh-huh. So my first text to Eric was like, hey, man, I'm going to be walking in, like, right as we're starting. Yeah. And then it's getting closer, and then it was, like, not going to be done till 10. And I was like, Ooh. okay, I may miss the first segment. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, no, nah, there's no way. This is yeah, not, you're not yeah. going to make it. So, you know, it happens. That, that happens. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. But I, okay. I yeah. wanted to talk to them because I don't know anything about it. So, Well, you can find out on the podcast. That's a great Ooh. idea. Yeah, go to ionhealthradio.com or 971talk.com or, frankly, the radio.com app. Any oh, of those, yeah, you can find you the Ion Health podcast. Three good and ways that's, to uh, figure out about it. Yeah, that's up there. Learn all about Orange Theory and uh, what what makes it different and Dr. Mm-hmm. Harvey's experiences there as oh, a yeah, client. Oh, right. yes, yeah, right. Yes, yeah. yes. What's interesting is the Orange Theory that opened up by me, by my house, it took the, the, the thing that was there before 
was an orange leaf frozen yogurt place. Really? Really? There you go. It, no, I'm serious. Huh. Yeah. You've heard of like orange leaf. No, Ju- no. orange Julius. No, yeah. it was called Orange Leaf. It was yeah. a, it was a frozen yogurt place, but okay. it was called Orange Leaf. Yeah, and that's what it was. And then it was gone, and then now it's Orange Theory. But they're not born out of each other. I'm guessing. It I'm just thinking was a that was a coincidence. happy coincidence. I, yeah, I think so yeah. Okay. yeah. There's no frozen yogurt involved with it. Yeah, I was I was just like you though. You know, coming into the show last week, uh, I was both like, okay, we've got an hour to talk about Orange Theory. Well. Now we've covered everything I know about Orange Theory. That's the name, and they're in every place I see. You know, it's that. That's all I knew. Uh, but uh, it's really interesting. It seems like a really cool approach to get. You know, kind of these quick uh, one-hour structured workouts with guidance. It was. It was uh, an interesting thing. It seems like you can. You know, whether you're supplementing a current workout yeah, regime yeah. or it's what you want to make your bread and butter it seems like a cool option are they a national chain or are they local uh, international chain. international they're, chain they're, okay all they're, right they're ginormous they're, and they have yeah. they have multiple locations they have well, one that's by maybe me. because they have uh locations in the people's republic of illinois that makes them international it's uh <laughs> it's a diplomatic sense <laughs> don't yeah. even get me started about talk about <laughs> treading <laughs> treading on thin ice don't even get me started there. okay hey we probably got to go to break here right i mean uh, we are coming fun. up it's on panic it. yeah. saturday yeah. it's yeah. fun but yeah. Let's go to break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about this gluten sens- sensitivity, yeah, which yeah. is in the news. So I we'll just got about. a text. Bananas sold out at all area grocery stores. <laughs> oh. Panic Saturday is upon us. Ah. All right. Stay tuned ah. for more Eye on Health after these words. <laughs> we're back. Eye on Health 97.1 FM Talk. This is the Eye on Health show. Panic Saturday edition. Panic Saturday, yes. Now we can never replay this show. (laughs) Dr. Harvey, and and for listeners who uh, have been longtime listeners to the show, Uh at least in the last year or so, you've you've probably heard us talk about Dr. Harvey's shirts. This one Uh, uh, that you're wearing today appears to have some underlying interest, at least. I'm not sure what it is. Those those images look familiar. I can't place them. Yes, Is that what it is? Thank you. Yes, yes. These are are trilobites. Mm -hmm. Okay. Who, who li- they, they lived in the Paleozoic era before the rise of the dinosaurs, and they actually went extinct uh, before the dinosaurs. Okay, uh, okay. Around. And you can see those in fossils pretty yeah. commonly. Right, yeah, yeah. The fossils are, are abundant they're for trilobites. Over. And yeah. there, there's, I think there's something like 15,000 known species of oh, trilobites. Oh. So that they weren't just one critter, they were a whole category of critters who were, who were pretty prominent way, way back. Before the dinosaurs. Before the go. dinosaurs. They went extinct. So what wiped the them time. out? Uh, the, gluten? The, were they gluten sensitive? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Segway. Yes, yeah, so good segues, <laughs> I think. Yeah. yeah, there's actually a huge extinction event uh, right before the rise of the dinosaurs that wiped out something like 99% of all species on Earth. And that's the event that wiped out the last of the trilobites. Yeah. So there's the big extinction event that wiped out the dinosaurs, but that yeah. we think that was like the second biggest extinction event. Huh. There was another one hundreds of millions of years before that that wiped out everything that was there before, di- or most of what was there before dinosaurs. So is there an underlying message to the shirt? Two are facing up, one's facing down, or is it just a talking piece? It's just, just a talking piece. It's gotcha. just like the message here is, hey. Trial ask advice. me about my shirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like hey, ask me about trial advice. Ask me about paleontology. It did. And yeah, it worked. Yeah. yeah. There you, you go. About, now look at all this yeah. information we get. Well, it's it, there's a whole there's a whole like uh, option here that I really hadn't considered before. But if you buy shirts like that and yeah. and others that you wear in, whenever you're trying to like coax your kids into learning conversations, 
Yeah. You just show up with a shirt on. Although, I guess after right. about three shirts, they'll realize, don't ask Dad about the shirt because he probably wants to tell you about it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah right. I'll right. keep asking you about the shirt every time I see your shirt. <laughs> Sounds Harvey. good. I'll, I'll yeah. try to have interesting shirts. There you go. Yeah. So, um, hey, if you missed my segue somewhere in Sorry. there. Sorry. We, talk, we were talking about gluten. Gluten, yes, okay. gluten, yeah. Which, yeah. it's all over, right? Right. You go to a restaurant menu, on the menu, it's now marked what things are gluten-free and all yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what gluten is, but it must be delicious because if you <laughs> cut gluten out, you it, the food seemed boring to me. But when we were in medical school, yeah, yeah. we knew about gluten sensitivities from yeah. a disease called celiac disease. Exactly, yes. Yeah. In fact, up until about 10 years ago, the yeah. only knowledge I had was that people who had celiac disease could not eat gluten. Right, yeah. But then it was like around that time, everyone was gluten sensitive and but they really didn't have full-blown celiac disease correct correct yeah I, I think there there were a lot of people who i think for some people it was just kind of a fad like like they got this idea that gluten is bad so yeah. don't eat gluten and i think there might be other people that really do have you know some bad effects from gluten but they're but they don't have celiac so yeah. i think there's a gray area in there too but yeah i think some of it's just a fad. Some of it's silliness, yeah. Some of it's just a fad. Yeah. Now, some people lost weight on a gluten-free diet because they were probably cutting out refined yes. carbohydrates, simple sugars, things like that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, almost a side effect of having a gluten-free diet was they lost weight, but it wasn't because they were specifically cutting gluten out. It was because they were maybe cutting out some other bad things <laughs> that they shouldn't right. have been eating anyway. L- l- less right. spaghetti mm-hmm. and uh, and... Bagels, yeah, or whatever. For sure, yeah. right, yeah, right, right. Yeah. right. Yeah. So, so the article you emailed us about was about increasing your risk for getting a celiac, a true celiac disease. Correct. Correct. Yeah, okay. yeah. And it's it's a study that's actually about fifteen years in the making. It's uh, they, they started recruiting patients for this study in two thousand four. Okay. And they recruited people for uh, for a period of six years, and they recruited newborns. And they recruited newborns who had uh, genetic risk factors for celiac. So they they cherry picked people who had a high risk of celiac at birth. You know. So we already yeah. know there's certain genes. Yeah. That you can inherit. Yes. That unfortunately puts you at an increased risk for getting this. Exactly. Yeah. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean it's 100 uh, percent penetrance. Right, it's not a hundred percent penetrance, but yeah, it's a it's a high, it's a highly increased. So risk. those were the people that they put into this study. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So then, then what did they do? Yeah. So they they followed these kids uh, for uh, for from you know five to seven years or so, and among other things, they they checked and see what they were eating. Okay. And partly it's you know were they eating a lot of gluten or not eating as much gluten, and they also checked to see which ones. Uh, ended up getting celiac yeah. and which ones didn't. And also some people had some of the uh, biochemical markers of celiac and had a blood test that kind of indicated celiac, but the but when they did the actual scope, they didn't have full celiac. So kind of like some people had celiac light without having actual okay. celiac. all right. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so first of all, they're putting people in that are genetically predisposed to get the condition. Yeah. They followed them for a period of time and watched, uh-huh. among other things, their diet. Yeah. Then they went back to look and see who really developed celiac disease or celiac-like disease. 
Yes. So what did they find? Yeah, yeah. And the, and the study included almost 9,000 people. So, so talk about power. That's a pretty powerful yeah. study. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Plenty of power and, and samples from, you know, spread out over four different countries. It was really a large study. And, and what they found is that there is an increased risk of getting celiac disease if you had uh, larger amounts of gluten in your diet uh, for the first five years of life. So in the first five years, kids who had more gluten were more likely to get celiac later on. So I guess the take-home point would be if you know you're genetically predisposed to get this, or you know your yeah. child is genetically predisposed to get this, yeah. maybe you should watch what you're giving them early on in life to try to prevent them from actually getting celiac disease. Yeah, Am yeah, I maybe reading like, that right? Lighten up, lighten up on the spaghetti a little bit. Right, yeah. So how did they know they were genetically predisposed to get this? Yeah, well, they, they look at, it's the uh, it's the HLA antigen. But do they the run that? I mean, it, yeah. did, this test is routinely run. I, I don't think it's routinely run. I think they just, yeah, so, so m- most people wouldn't get this. It's a blood test that most people wouldn't get because okay. you don't really need it in routine medical practice. Could you maybe make the argument that if one of the parents had this condition, maybe we should be screening their newborns for this? Yeah, there's an argument to be made for that. I think, you know, people people who are known to be genetically predisposed or to have a lot of family history, I think they have, there's not a whole lot, there's not a whole lot you can do to intervene. So I think mostly it's a matter of just keeping your eyes open and knowing your kid has a bigger chance but, of getting this. But this may be something you could do to intervene. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, right. Yeah. Now, I guess you could say if one of the parents already knows they have it, they're probably not bringing these sorts of foods into the house anyway. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, Unless the other parent is, like, really cruel. (laughs) Right. And they're like, I don't have celiac disease, so look at all my bagels. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) You do have celiac disease, so you can look at my bagels, but you can't eat them. Exactly. That's a bad thing to do with someone's too, like, mmm, look at this bagel. (laughs) You don't know what you're missing. Ooh, this is good. (laughs) Hey, do you want some? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. sorry. Oh, I forgot. I forgot, yeah. But uh, but this could be something you could do to intervene, it right? Is. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. otherwise, and, and it's not 100% because still some kids still ended up getting celiac disease no matter what they did. Exactly. Right. right. Yeah. Even, but, even those who had less gluten. But even if you it. could lower the chance, it might be worth it, right? Yeah. Yeah. It could be worth it. Absolutely. Yeah. And we don't know if it really uh, lowers the chance of them getting it or it might just delay when they get it. You know, they might get it. Oh, later, so okay. so we're not we're not as sure that it's going to make things better to give them less gluten. Okay, interesting. Yeah. All right, well, so, it's pretty good. So we're looking yeah. at a study. We look at power. It's got uh-huh. good power. Good power. It, the the way they put the study together looks like it was very well constructed. So mm-hmm. these are this is one of the studies we can look at and say, yeah, it's pretty good. Exactly. Pretty good. Good yes. information too. Yeah. Science marches on. All right. Stay tuned. We got more eye on health on Panic Saturday. Hey, we're back. 97.1 FM Talk. This is the High on Health Show. We're glad to be here this morning. So off when we were off the air, how did how did that even come up? Somehow we were talking um, about 23 and Me. Well, yeah, we've all done 23 and Me. Yeah. Um, I think you might have been the first one that did 23 and Me. I think I might. And have, you yeah. had you had some surprises like in your heritage, and then I did. that's I think both of us did it almost right after you did. Right. Yeah. But when my wife did it, it came up that she was like gluten sensitive. She must carry this. This gene, it's I would gene, guess, is what it ought to look yeah. into it. But uh-huh. boy, twenty three and me, it's almost like every week new updates come out and they keep yeah. your information keeps getting updated, right? I mean yeah. that's yeah. pretty you cool. guys, correct? Yeah. 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 It's very very cool stuff. Yeah. Twenty three and me is a good 
gift, by the way. That oh, is another one, yeah. Hey. If you're looking for like that $100 range gift, yeah. you can pick it up, I think, at Target or Walgreens. Right. We should have made and 23 and me pay for that. We should. Yeah. Yes. Dang. Right. Next year. Next year. <laughs> right. Next year yeah. we'll do that. Yeah, and it's a simple process to go yeah. through. I mean, if, yeah. if that's what you want to do. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you have any, uh, uh, you know, suspected serial killers <laughs> or uh, <laughs> long-term crime issues in your family, maybe avoid it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's crazy is you yourself don't even have to do it, right? Right. If one of your cousins is a serial killer, that's right. They can now find him through well, your you know, DNA. That happened in California. Yes, maybe that's maybe you know maybe you've had a falling out with some cousins and and you're like, oh. <laughs> so <laughs> time I, to. I have, have a, I have a yeah. relative, yeah. and I won't say who, who is terrified of this because he's afraid the deep state is going to plant his DNA and and you know like frame him for ah, a crime. Gotcha. Gotcha. Right? Gotcha. Because mm. DNA right now, it's like if they find the DNA, you're 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 done. toast. You're done. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. now that they have our DNA, <laughs> they're planted <laughs> on a scene, and you're kind of done, right? How do you make the argument? That's true. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't <laughs> think we have a way to oh, create the DNA. Oh, they do. Yeah. Oh, they do. I think <laughs> somebody does. Somebody does. Maybe somebody that, out there maybe does. Maybe tinfoil hat's on just a little too tight. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the things we were talking about was when you do 23andMe, uh-huh. the interface, it's very slick. It's the, the graphical user interface. It's, you know, for, for people to look yeah. at on their phones. But you do actually get the raw DNA. Like, you you get the, the profile. Yeah. That's yours. You uh-huh. bought it. And then you can actually upload that raw DNA to many, many, many other sites. You can just Google it and find out. Um, and one of the things that, that we had done was we uploaded our raw DNA to a thing called Genoplate, and yeah. then it will actually devise a diet based on your genetic markers. Interesting. Based oh. on certain studies. You know, it's not going to be 100%. Sure. But I just did it because I was curious, and it was pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of the things I find most interesting is on, on 23andMe, you can go and just download your raw data. You get a text file. How crazy is that? So you get this text file. It's yeah. just a few, you know, it's not even a megabyte. It's a no. few kilobytes text file. You look at this. This is it's all you. of your DNA. It's crazy. It's mind-blowing. Written in front of you. In a text file. In a text file in code. How how yeah, unbelievable like, is that? C-A-G. Have you ever looked at it? No. It yeah, has all like, the individual. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And it's just, I spent more time it's looking through there. the text file, even though just, oh. you can't, I mean, as a layman, you're not drawing any conclusions from it. I'm just like, this what an amazing time yeah, we live in. It you is know? amazing because you're like, this is what I am. Yeah. Oh, These letters. Yeah. And you remember studying I, it yeah, and, right. and yeah. biology yeah. and all that. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. there it is. That's mine. Huh. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. One of the things, um, I guess I'm going to touch a little bit of a third rail here, um, is this whole question of reparations, yeah, right? Yeah. Race-based reparations. Oh, yeah. Well, when things like 23andMe, I think we're starting to understand Pretty much none of us are pure blood anything. <laughs> Here in yeah, America, there's yeah. a, we're a lot of mutts. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if we're going right. to be doing race-based reparations, where do you draw the line? Yeah. 49%, right. 48% of a certain race, yeah. 4%, right? right? Yeah. Have they yeah, even talked yeah. about where the line gets drawn? I mean, what yeah. about for presidential candidates? <laughs> well, we know the line's drawn there. That's one out of 1,024. Actually, I had more Native American DNA than one of the presidential candidates. Okay, then that brings a, a question. Um, is there casino money out there that I'm missing out on? Yeah. Oh. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Probably. But you, no one's adding to this conversation. <laughs> I, listen, I, step I think that's, uh, you, you, yeah. No, it's a legitimate that's question. Legit. You notice these very long polls that we've got. <laughs> 
yeah. that aren't touching you. Yeah. <laughs> They're 10 foot long. We won't Look, touch you. I'm not saying yeah. I'm just yeah. I'm just asking yeah. a question. Yeah. If we're mm-hmm. going to have reparations, which is like money paid based on a certain racial makeup. Yeah. And we're all doing 23 and me now, at least yeah, all yeah. three of us in this room have. Right. Right. And where, all three of us had all three of us had surprises. We all had. We did. Yeah. 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 Because I. Yeah. Oh, I was just yeah, because like like I I had been told for years that I was part American Indian. That yeah. we had a little bit of American Indian. Did twenty three and Me, zero percent American yeah. Indian. But but here's the thing: zero percent American Indian, but a small percentage uh, African ancestry. So yeah. so so partly black. So what I what I suspect is the deal is that my you know my ancestors were in the deep South. So I think I had some some light brown relatives. In the racist South, who are like, oh yeah, I'm it's, I'm part Indian. It's more it was you more know? acceptable at the time to create the story you were part Indian. Yeah, I, so I yeah. suspect that's where the right. the Indian story came from. But and I I guess I'm kind of joking. I'm somewhat yeah. saying this in jest. He, Eric's giving me dirty looks. No, over I'm here, pulling but, up twenty three and me. <laughs> okay, if yeah. there's race based reparations, right. are you going to try to get some of this reparation money? Yeah, and I think for me it's about one one sixty fourth. Okay, so maybe I get a sixty fourth of the reparations. <laughs> no. But, this is starting. It's turning uh, into look. like the Equifax settlement. You know? <laughs> right, uh, right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> After the lawyers yeah. get paid, you yeah, get, right. Sure, here's sure, your three dollars. Yeah, yeah. Here, yeah, here yeah. you go. Okay. All right. I'm yeah. just. I don't know. I thought it was an interesting question, but I guess little. You know, it it, it probably. I hope it doesn't become a valid policy <laughs> issue that we have to deal with. Well, but as far as a conjecture, does become a valid policy. I do think you're going to have to say. Yeah. Only, you know, a, because if you are truly paying reparation, again, this is going to get a little third rail here, but if you're paying reparation. Oh, wait, we haven't gotten to the third rail yet? <laughs> no. We're like halfway between two and three. Why is this? Th- why? Why? What? Why, what is Nothing. Wrong I just, okay. no. What does this have to do with the medical show? I don't know. I guess it's DNA related. DNA, yeah. Yeah. But if you're paying reparations for slavery, uh-huh. which is, I uh-huh. think, what we're saying. Sure. So how do you even know where the African DNA well, I would, was? I, I was would a, think. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I this is certainly an area of policy that I, I don't have a lot of experience in. But uh, if the purpose is to deal with, you know, U.S. history and in, in the slavery issue in particular, I would think you know you think about like the the sons of the American Revolution, daughters of the American Revolution. There's a genealogy that you have to trace so, back to specific events. You're that, saying that would be seem, more genealogy related than DNA related. I don't know, but then if you're making the socioeconomic argument, you're going well, yeah, but there are externalities here that regardless of under what birth line you came, you were equally or maybe even more so impacted. So I, you know, I don't know. It's my my brain's getting ready to explode. I think you scrap the whole thing and you come out with a great refundable earned income tax benefit. Oh that uh, is non-discriminatory on anything like race, color, or creed, and then, you know, give hey, everybody I'm equal all for opportunity that. up. So. I'm all for that, and I'm also just for completely abolishing the income tax. Do you want to stay? I'm cool with that, yeah. <laughs> all right, hey, it's Panic Saturday. Everyone is stressed out. Yes. Because you're wondering, is Dr. Harvey going to get reparations or not? It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah it's everybody's it's, concerned about it. Am I going to yeah. get casino money? That's the word. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm. Uh, it's panic Saturday for me because I'm wondering what topic you're going to pick next. So what we're, t- <laughs> yeah, we've got to, we've got we've really gotten you in trouble twice. Today. Yeah, yeah. So oh, I'm going to put this down. What we're going to talk about is this is a stressful time of year, right? Yes. You, yeah. you now I know your practice has completely evolved beyond this, but I'm sure at uh-huh. some point when you were starting out in your practice, yeah. this time of year you were dealing with you know extremely stressed out, anxious. Yeah, people. So, yeah. Some, right. It's kind of yeah. known that this time of year is stressful because you're just trying to please everyone. Yeah. 
uh, for me, this time of year is busy because every single human has met their deductible, so everyone wants to get surgery done. So it's like everyone and their mother is trying to get everything done oh. before they need it. It's a very busy time of year. But what can we do to de-stress? Yeah. Right? Yeah. We need to take time to de-stress to actually enjoy the season. Right. right. Yeah. So we went over this article. It's from Medical News Today, which is where I get a lot of information. Mm-hmm. And it, it gave just some some tips uh-huh. to yeah. to try to not make this such a stressful time. And I want to kind of run them by you and just see what you have to say about them. Sure. And see if okay. you agree with them. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and the first tip is to limit your spending or, like, set a budget when you're spending. And mm-hmm. maybe this more deals with Eric's profession than your profession. But, yeah. you know, look, you're trying to get gifts for people who you want to, you, you want to give them something. But I am sure this time of year people's finances go off the rails. They do. Right, yeah. yeah. So if you had set a budget early in the year or done like a Christmas savings account or something, then maybe you wouldn't be so stressed about the finances on right now. Well, given that it's Panic Saturday, <laughs> let's assume that you did not set that budget. Okay. Uh, right. Otherwise, yeah. you probably aren't stressed about it, right? right. right. Uh, and you probably already bought your gifts. Uh, so what do you do? You know, people don't. And this is not just true for Christmas time. It's true any month of the year for your budget. Sure. Right. 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 Yeah. People hate budgets. People hate thinking about budgets. They they assume that budget means I don't get what I want. It's restraint and all these things. The fact of the matter is, you only have a certain amount of money coming in every month. Yes. You're either going to spend it, or it's going to spend itself. Right. You're either going to decide how it's spent, or it's going to spend itself. And if you are proactive about it, decide how much you want to spend. Set that aside, and you'll have to make trade-offs. Trust me, it's a lot less stressful way to live. Doing and that, you can start that at any day of the week. You don't have to wait for a special holiday Christmas, right? or a month end or January first. Yeah. Doing it that way actually puts you in more control of Absolutely. your money. Correct. That's you, what yeah. you would argue. You right? will give yourself. A, I mean, depending on your income level, you can give yourself a raise of anywhere from a few hundred dollars up to, in some cases, thousands of dollars for uh, you know certain certain higher income individuals for professionals that are out and about. They're not really paying attention to their money anymore mm-hmm. you know because it works they're not yeah. running in the red the the amount of burn that you see and all you need is a little bit just a little yeah. bit of attention to it all of a sudden you stop making allowing dumb decisions to be made for you for the most part you got a couple thousand bucks a month and you might might be wow. 500 for most people but still it's it whenever i say 500 i'm talking about for average income not even a hundred thousand dollar a year just pay closer attention get you know get some of those ongoing monthly bills in line and cancel the crap that you don't want anymore what about um these christmas savings accounts you know putting a little bit aside every month so that when all about that december rolls around that's that's the i mean when you're when you're really progressing on budgeting that's what you want to do and that's the ultimate way to stay out of stress with it is the old school envelope system still works uh, and, and there are now tools. If you you know if you're like me, I've transitioned to a pretty much purely digital set of finances uh, from 20 years ago, where you I literally would pull money out, stick it in an envelope, you put sure. it in a safety yeah. deposit box. You knew how your budget was running out, yeah. right? Uh, now you see uh, tools like you need a budget. Uh, Mint and, and and some others have some decent budgeting tools, but I like what's called zero based budgeting, where it's like there's a certain amount that comes in every month. You budget 100% of those dollars between saving, yeah. spending, whatever. Yeah. And and th- you do wind up saving a lot of it for things like future spending, but it, it just works a lot yeah. better. Pretty much every bank probably has some sort of... <clears throat> 
Christmas savings account, I would guess. I mean, you know, the Christmas savings accounts in particular have have started to go away in my experience. Some of the more local community banks, some of them still have them, but so few people walk into physical bank bank branches anymore that didn't have the draw. Uh At the end of the day, though. A high yield savings account is going to get you the same thing. So sure. you know, do what as you long want. as you've earmarked yeah. it. Yeah. So, Doctor Harvey, uh-huh. um, if someone has properly planned yeah. and has a budget and has saved X amount, so they know what they spend, surely that's going to be easier on their brain, their stress, their anxiety. Oh yeah. Than walking into Panic Saturday and being like, "I just got to buy. I just got to buy, buy, buy." Right. Oh, I mean, ab- absolutely. Yeah, because yeah. I, I mean, partly you have that predictability there. You know, where yeah. you don't have to worry. Oh, am I going to overspend? Can I afford this? Is it going to be a problem? You know, you think ahead. How much can I spend? And have have something that you've already planned for. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think having having that predictability makes things quite a bit less stressful. So I think that's yeah. a good first tip, and that's, that's probably one. one of the most important. Absolutely. Unfortunately, this time of year is yeah. limit your spending, but also budget your spending. Right. Now, yeah. Let's talk to Congress about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This was another one. I. What? What's that? We got to go to break. Oh man. Oh. What well, a, get back to it's the holiday season, yeah. Eric. <laughs> it's Panic Saturday. Yes, it You're is. You're ruining it. Oh. <laughs> All right, I guess we're going to go play some commercials. Hey, when we come back, we're going to give a couple more tips before yes. the end of the show. Stay tuned for more Eye on Health after these words. Uh, this is the Eye on Health show, and we're talking about holiday stress <laughs> and, how to, and how to get rid of it and i think we got it pretty much figured out i think yeah. we did over the yeah. break it's all yeah. figured out yeah, yeah so it's yeah. all figured out so <laughs> do we want to tell them what the answer is yes we yeah. just quit christmas yeah you just well you want to celebrate you want i mean you want to be yeah. with family but yeah. it seems like it's become very, not to quote charlie brown but yeah. it's become very commercialized right yeah, yeah. way too commercialized yeah. Yeah. so that goes to the next tip here the next tip what is the next tip it's you'll remember this from last time because mm-hmm. I remembered once I looked at this one I remembered our tips from a few years ago. Manage expectations. Yeah, okay? now that means quite a lot. First of all, for adults, uh-huh. there's 30 Christmas parties you got to go to. Mm-hmm. There's a uh, hundred people you got to buy gifts for. You simply are not going to be able to do it all. Yes, and you have to understand not only you you need to tell the people around you to not expect and understand that it, you can make it to every single one of these things. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Right, yeah. Because m- having too high of expectations and then not meeting them absolutely leads to anxiety and stress. Absolutely. So so lower your expectations. Good advice for much of life. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, sure, yeah. Yeah, I think if you look at all the tips on this list, they apply all yes. year round, not right. just at Christmas yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. The other thing, the other part of managed expectation is for kids mm-hmm. who they see what everyone else is getting Oh, yeah. And it's not always possible for them to get everything that everyone else is getting. Yeah. And so we need to have these kids manage their expectations, right? Mm-hmm. In their brains, we have implanted that there's this magical guy who flies around from house to house and literally is delivering everything you want, mm-hmm. right? And so <laughs> how do you manage expectations with, with something like that? Right. That's tough. Well, I mean, uh, Santa is, I think, a very positive factor. Uh, in the holiday season, he uh, brings good things. Hey, I'm not anti Santa. No, no, no. I agree. Don't be I agree. Pen- don't be pending me. That I'm though. not. I'm not. I'm just saying that uh, uh, the the way that uh, I think Santa responds to different desires at a yeah, at a kids. And so, if you're really hoping for a good holiday season, you get to spend time with family. You get something really valuable and meaningful, uh, not just from a stuff standpoint. Oftentimes, that's what I see happen that Santa winds up delivering. 
but you know, he tries to, he's a people pleaser. <laughs> so yeah. there you go. How much stress does Santa have on Christmas Eve? A lot. A lot. Do you think yeah. he takes Xanax? I bet he's taking something. And that's, that's, probably, that's probably why he's so chubby. Yeah, yeah. The rosy red cheeks. The yeah. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. rosy red cheeks. I mean, that's probably alcohol yeah. related. Yeah, right. I yeah. think it's probably alcohol, and he overeats. You yeah. know, because yeah. of all the stress. Hey, speaking so. of that, we're running out of time. Overeating. Yeah. Next yeah. tip: Don't overindulge. Yeah. Right. Right. Go to don't go to a Christmas party and get completely hammered because let's say you got hammered last night. Uh-huh. Panic Saturday's ruined. Right. 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 Yeah. Now you fall back to Obleep Sunday. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So don't overindulge. Exactly. And then you're just going to act like an idiot in front of all your friends. <laughs> right. and that's right. And that, that may ruin the whole well. year, the exactly. whole rest of the year. Right. Um, and then we know something from medical school called holiday heart. You yes. eat too much. You can set off a congestive heart failure really? situation. It's a real thing. Yeah, it's a real so thing. So don't overindulge um, it, for multiple reasons. Those are yeah. multiple reasons, including holiday heart. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to get to all five of these, Eric, by the way. You got one minute. I do like this one. Go outside. Go for a walk. Yeah. Get some physical exercise. Go to the mall. Walk around and shop. That's. <laughs> I don't know. That, was, that wasn't in there. Maybe. It's maybe yeah, maybe. physical exercise. Another tip is physical exercise. Yes. Yeah. yeah I'm sure we'd all And, and you've got some nice that. weather for it right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Get, get outside. Nice yeah. Get away from the internet. Get outside. All right. I'm just yeah. going to read the fifth one. You're not sure, going to stop me it. from You're reading good. it. Yeah. Have some fun. Absolutely. Yeah, it's there panic, you go. It's Panic Saturday, guys. Have ding, some ding, fun. Ding, 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 ding. Have some fun out there on Panic Saturday. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, hey, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, because yeah. we're not going to be here next week, I don't think. Nope. Right. Uh-huh. So we'll see you guys after the new year. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be back. Very All good. Right. All right. Have we'll a very then. Merry Christmas yes. and yeah. Happy New Year. Everybody. Yes. Sounds great.